0: Album. talk about the album what album what are, <laughs> what are you talking about what are you bringing up obscure you know little notes of nodules of footnotes from other conversations <laughs> right at a key moment
1: yeah, because you always do that oh, hey,
0: you know i've got other things going on over here you know i'm busy with it hey! <laughs> Nine o eight a.m. Saturday, November the seventh, twenty twenty. I'm Bill.
1: I'm Diane.
0: It's the Bill and Diane.
2: Show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
0: Lovely morning here in the treehouse. Candles are lit. Lots of uh, soft. Uh, sparkly things going on around <laughs> little bits of tinsel and uh, glitter I got myself a cup of coffee here and I'm going to take me a sip no tinsel uh, I know no glitter either <laughs> but
1: still <laughs>
0: there are the effects
1: know, of tinsel and glitter
0: right right it's the it's the fairy flex you know the 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 uh, less paul marching powder the uh, <laughs> you know whatever it is it causes the refraction of light <laughs> In this particular kind of way. Besides that though. It's been a quite a hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine as per usual. Wouldn't you say, Diane?
1: I would say yes. and I would just say because we will not speak about the things that we do not speak about, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> those things which shall not be mentioned.
1: You can go your your head has probably been in those things.
0: No no. How could it possibly? It's just peripheral stuff.
1: Yeah, too much this week, but as... The world is
0: too much with me. uh,
1: Yes. As with all of you, uh, we have been on tenterhooks, and now the tension has been released. So, we will talk about other things.
0: What were we just talking about?
1: (laughs) The, the listeners will know. Oh. I don't need to say anything more than um, that.
0: I meant before uh, we were talking about other things. The, uh, the uh, week has been, there's been weather and things, weather and food, and uh, some, some poetry and music that's happened. I don't remember it very much. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember last Tuesday night that as well as I remember the other ones.
1: Yeah. Well, and, uh, yeah.
0: But I think the, the, the rolling on of the Tuesdays.
1: The tender cooks uh, kind of cause that. Well,
0: yeah. I think there may be, uh, you know, one will be able to make some sort of a flow chart of the <laughs> mood swings <laughs> and the.
3: Pardon me. I'm having a drink of
0: coffee. The, the variance in neuroses levels and things like that. You, boy. Uh, That's good coffee. It'll make a pretty accurate uh, Venn diagram of the <laughs> internal motion of the ocean, as they say.
1: Have yeah. we been cryptic enough? <laughs> <laughs> in this? I, I... Let's talk
0: about music, Diane. <laughs>
1: yes. Well, because I, I, wanna, I actually want to just go ahead and talk about music. Yeah, yeah, because... yeah I'm
0: fine.
1: <clears throat> because first of all, my voice a, is still it's big, husky. It's a after, big subject today. This is yeah. a big subject. This is not My a... voice is, is husky after listening to a song from the album that we are going to feature today. Um, <clears throat> because it it made me cry in that wonderful way that right. you love to cry. Yeah. That kind of cry that makes you feel released, but not sad. But it
0: come, kind of comes in out of left field, too.
1: Yeah, it really does. You know,
0: it's you think, oh, well, it's going to and then. I don't think this is really going to affect
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm just... And then and then right afterwards, Bill turns on the microphone right. after I've just been well, weeping in this wonderful way. But uh, but I want to say why I was listening to this album today and have been all week it's because of the tenterhooks thing first of all and but it was started by my birthday celebration concert with Cat. bill davey and kat eggleston right. and out of i i was just so surprised when she was first introducing the song she said that she'd been working on a song that she knew i loved and uh that it was a really hard one and i had I was so thrilled, ecstatically thrilled, that the song was Famous in France by Michael Peter Smith of Chicago, Illinois. So I want to talk a little bit about how he was introduced in my life through Cat, which is uh, uh, so interesting. Uh, The story of my musical tastes have definitely been influenced Incredibly, by Kat Eccleston, uh, because she has actually ventured out into the wide world. of nice,
0: She left town.
1: She left town. Yeah. She lived in Chicago, Illinois. and I've never done that. And during that period of time, she uh, introduced me to so many artists. And Michael Peter Smith was one of them. And the when she first was telling me about... Michael Peter Smith, uh, she was telling me about her interest in, because they became friends, and um, and she was singing Princess and the Frog, and that was the first, uh, my first introduction to him, as him being him, and she told me that she he had been the person who wrote The Dutchman, and I was like, she said you know that song and i was thinking do i know that song and uh-huh. then i looked it up and i said oh my god yes i know that song you know it just was not a song that uh that the name made me think of it right. But i had heard it not done by peter michael peter smith i'd had done had heard it done by steve goodman goodman right and it was on the radio yeah. quite a bit and i loved that song But anyway, uh, Kat was in Chicago, Illinois at that time. And she told me that he was going to be playing at the Seattle Folklore Society, uh, doing a performance there. And she said, I would really appreciate it if you would go because uh, because he's not well known out there. And I want to make sure he has a good audience, you know. And I still remember that night so well because I went by myself, you know, I, I will do anything for Kat. And I was just like, I didn't really know. I knew I liked that song, you know, and I knew I liked the Dutchman, but I was willing just to go and, and experience this as a total newcomer to his music. And I remember as I was walking in the door that there was this guy hanging out in front of the door and um, kind of grinning at everybody as they went in, And but I didn't know who he was. And then when I got in the audience, and they, he did have a good audience, so I'm really happy that that was true. And and then he was the guy who got up on stage. And, and he's kind of a, he's a sort of burly looking man. He's not... Um, He's uh he doesn't look like he would be a folk singer. I don't know how, why that is, but it's true. And
3: mm-hmm.
1: and he had an amazing night. He made me laugh and cry. And I mean, some of his songs are just wildly funny, and other ones are wildly sentimental and and touching. And. And uh, he kind of reminds me of you and Kat in that way. I mean, I love that combination of funny, hilarity, and then touching. And because I feel like you're kind of riding the whole uh, gamut of human experience. And I so appreciate that kind of wit, uh, both wit in the sense of humor and just in the sense of intelligence, you know. But uh, so because Kat played this Famous in France at my birthday, the echo that came was that she had played it for another birthday uh, celebration for me that I had recorded. Uh, And we've actually played that particular uh, recording at one point on the Bill and Diane show of Mm. her singing Famous in France. And that night... uh, it was an impromptu birthday celebration because Kat was in town, and I, uh, I had, a, we were just going to have birthday a birthday celebration by ourselves, but then Klaus Lenzian had come to the door. Uh, Klaus, a, a local guitarist who uh, he was, quite an amazing guitarist, and he good. he was such an incredibly technical. It, he was just a genius. And he came to my door with a stack of his CDs, and he told me that he had cancer and that he was giving his CDs to people who liked his music and they he cared about. So I said, Klaus, I'm going to be getting together with Kat. Would you like to come over, and we'll have a birthday celebration? You know, I'm just, just hanging out, so... So that night we had Kat and my good friend Julie Allman and Dale Blindheim came and Klaus, which was the last time I ever saw him, and his wife Linda, Lindsayan, came over and Klaus was lying on the couch because he was not taking, he was he did not try to combat his cancer through any pharmaceutical means. And... Or any radiation therapy so he was in pain a lot but that night was the night that cat sang famous in france and we were all guffawing and to hear klaus laughing during this time that was painful for him and everything so for me that for her to play it on my birthday was echoing back to that birthday right. and right. sort of like the echo back to all the other times wow so anyway, during this week on Hooks. you've had a
0: have had an interesting life, Diane. <laughs> yeah, you, you have had an interesting life. You know, you tell it well too.
1: If but, it well, the I feel very grateful for all the, the twists and turns my life has taken to introduce me to such marvelous people. Yeah. Anyway, this week while in the Hooks status, I thought I've got to listen to something, uh, funny. I just have to. And I was thinking, you know, I've never heard Michael Peter Smith from Chicago, Illinois, play famous in France. I wonder what he sounded like doing it. Because Michael Peter Smith, he's not an elegant singer. You know, he doesn't...
0: He's a songwriter.
1: He's a songwriter. And and, uh, so a lot of times the things that he has written... Cat just interprets beautifully, and I was just curious how she uh, right. changed it. And when I listened to him do it, I thought, oh, my gosh, he actually did it better than.
0: Only because he's got the voice.
1: He's got the voice because to do I... the. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but then I listened to this whole album. Which Can. was not
0: available, I don't think, before he passed. No, yeah, yeah
1: because the thing is, Michael Peter Smith it. is also. He passed away this year, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe so. I don't think it, it's been recently. Hmm. And um, I know I uh, we both participated in a GoFundMe for his medical bills. Right.
0: Wasn't it during the isolation? Back in the beginning of the isolation. Yeah. yeah, so it's been during this span of time. Although, Although
1: there's. This time has seemed incredibly long. Right. Uh, you know, it seems like time, as we've talked about, sort of doing this weird accordion-like effect. It's going on nine months, Diane. I know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But anyway, he is uh, someone to really celebrate his True. life. Even though I only knew him vicariously through Cat and watching him on stage that night. But I'll never forget the look on this guy's face as people were walking in. they Probably most people didn't know that was him. Maybe he was yeah. thinking that everybody would recognize him and say, oh my gosh, can I get you, you know, an autograph or, or just say, oh, I love your music but
0: nobody he knew. He was just kind of shaking people's hands and welcoming him to the show. Kind well,
1: of. most uh, at That's least when I was walking in nobody, everybody was just kind of smiling you know, because they because they thought I was another audience member. Right. He had a I remember he had kind of this hat on and my recollection is it was sort of a leathery vest that he was wearing and but he just looked like somebody and I didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. But I will never forget that night and the the enjoyment that I had uh for his music. And after that period of time, too, he wrote a wonderful uh, Snow Queen um, for a play. I mean, sort of a musical performance of the Snow Queen that Cat, uh, I have never heard it. Cat uh, was in the play and, and sang me some of the songs, and I just loved it. Yeah. So, so he was an
0: accomplished writer. Over a long career, and uh, never achieved really national or international. Maybe, maybe in other countries. Maybe he was famous in France. I don't know. But a lot of people covered his tunes, and that's so I imagine he, as a songwriter, he had a fulfilling life in that regard. But to hear him in front of an appreciative audience, you get a sense. I mean, I've always had the sense of Michael Peter Smith, and like you, I've only. He's grown as a legend mostly through Cat, yeah, and through hearing uh, Steve Goodman do the Dutchman and stuff like that. Um, but you have a sense that he probably didn't wasn't always playing in front of appreciative audiences. That he went through a period of time where he was doing bar gigs and stuff like that, like the rest of us. And maybe in his later life, people started coming to listen, yeah. you know, instead of coming to drink or doing whatever else that people do in those kinds of places. So to hear him playing in front of front of an appreciative audience, you get the sense of his appreciation. Uh, and that there was a, you know, that the the feelings he's having towards the audience during this performance have not always been there. So that there, his sense of gratitude in the moment is palpable, you know. It's well,
1: that's why this, this album is called Such Things Are Finally Done. Yes. And, man, it was tough to choose... I mean, I had already had my idea of Famous in France. And then this. Uh, there was one cut from this that we've played a long, long time ago on the Bill and Diane show because Kat had said, you guys have got to listen to this song and it's called Zippy. Yeah. And she did not introduce it by anything but just saying the song's name. Right. We went and looked it up and it was... Oh, it was so, for, I hope that some of you have never heard this song, because you will so enjoy it. But anyway, that cut was on a compilation album when we first were looking it up, and it was called Tales from the Tavern. And so this week I was looking up, I was trying to look up uh, Famous in France, but I also was trying to look up Zippy because I thought, oh, I would love to hear that song again and then this this album came up and it is such a great album because it's
0: everything i love about recording in that it's a live album it's just him and his guitar in front of a, a intimate sounding crowd it doesn't sound like a very big room just acoustically and it's just everybody's in their element you know the people are there because they appreciate his music and he is there to present it in just the best way he can that night while he's feeling all this energy coming from the crowd. You know, I know what that feels like. And so to have uh, to have a performance like that actually be the one that gets recorded and preserved is just, it's like, yes, it's impeccable. It is, you know.
1: Well, and they have the all the wonderful banter that yeah. he has and and he's got some wonderful banter. In fact, Definitely. on this album, he has a couple of jokes that uh, that are not on our uh, thing. So we have to direct you to, to this album. Yeah. Um, that just cracked me up. And they are nice. <laughs> it's just the way he tells it. But for me, it also kind of did this dual purpose of reminding me of the joy that i have in live audiences when we can't be there you know yeah. all the the laughter and the clapping
0: when you've been there it's like it's like listening to ba- a baseball game on the radio once you've been there you know what it feels like so you can you can put yourself there because you've been there in the past and that's what it feels like listening to that album because we've all been hopefully everyone Uh, has had this experience uh, at a concert some night where it's just, there's just this two-way kind of symbiosis going on that is undeniable. So that that creates a different, uh, a third kind of energy in the room that is a product of the contact between the performer's energy and the audience's energy. And it's just a a one-of-a-kind sense of community that is visceral and that is in you. And then you put yourself in the performer's posture in that equation, just even in your imagination, and it's like, wow. Because there, there is no other way to talk about that feeling except as something separate from the two things that create it, you know? So it's a, a, another level of experience that is uh, pretty rare, you know? But once you have it, then any live album you listen to, you can infuse it with, especially if it's an album that is similar in size, uh, in terms of the acoustics and the size of the room and the sense of of the room on the recording, Uh, you know, especially if it's that kind of live album, you can just put yourself right in a seat, right down front, and be part of it again and that it calls up emotion in uh, someone who's listening to someone you've never heard before. Suddenly you are able to experience it uh, in a way that is familiar. It's not really identifiable except as something unique to that interaction. So anyway, it, it feels like it, it's physics. It's like quantum physics It's the way it happens. So it's an experiential thing that registers on the atomic level or on, in some way uh, that is unique. And uh, just once you felt it, you know, you will always uh, feel it. You will always uh, recognize it. And you move toward it kind of instinctually, you know.
1: Well, I think we should give them the taste and then encourage them to go listen yeah, to there's the there's so album many and... good
0: songs on this recording. So we're picking out a couple of ones that are occurring to us in the moment I wanted to play the Dutchman because I thought people maybe weren't familiar with Michael's music and might need that as a good reference point but the Dutchman is there you can look up Steve Goodman's version of the Dutchman um, you've got more enough information so we're gonna play the ones we want to play yeah Michael Peter Smith from Chicago Illinois thank you cat
2: you guys know real art when you hear it <laughs> A friend who is famous in France, though he's not quite that well known over here. It's hard to explain what he does there in France, but it certainly keeps him in beer. When he walks down the street, they call
3: songs. All the folks. Treat him like he's the
2: Maurice Serre. When he goes in a bar, he gets free caramels. It pays to be famous in France. Famous in France, well then French fries are free, or snails, or Dijon, as you prefer, and French kisses, of course. Happen so constantly Soon your tongue can't pronounce Ends of words Yellow subtitles Under each thing you say They put you on stamps Dressed up in funny ways A toga, a spear A gauze, a beret
3: What the hey You are famous in France
2: Everyone, beautiful. When you go down to Cannes for the movie previews, and it's Arnold, Sylvester, Jerry Lewis. Camus, Gilles de Poitou, Roger Ebert, Brigitte Bardot, and you. That's a clue that you're famous in France. When my friend's life is over, they'll play Moussaille and have Earth a Kit sing si bon. <laughs> Inspector Clouseau. We'll trip into the grave There'll be puppets with a Leslie Caron, Catherine
3: Deneuve and Eric Satie Will be shot
2: by Claudine Langer accidentally They'll say she said a few more how we Tragique, they'll sing Grand. to cleveland man? and you're trusting that it must have been fate after all by now most of your best friends are either busted or straight or dead from smoking and drinking and you're thinking man now that you're a senior oh man you want to wean yourself from the wicked wean. well that's all real nice but here is some advice i do believe that you are going to need rip van winkle while you were sleeping there folks are taking to keep in their freak flags furled. yeah the world been evolving at a pretty fair clip since oh 1968 Used to be slow and groovy and hip, now it's proceeding at a faster rate, accelerating and I'd like to set you straight, my friend, and fellow hippie here is hoping that you'll hear and that you hear. think you're going to find that life gets pretty damn zippy when you quit doing weed. Life gets pretty zippy when you quit doing weed Maine to Mississippi, things is picking up speed New York to California, don't you say I didn't warn you Atlantic to Pacific, let me get specific Life becomes a super highway and you know you doesn't linger You do less than 90 folks is passing, flashing you the finger It seems to me the things was moving and grooving Now they're only moving, yes indeed Life gets pretty zippy when you quit doing weed Can you dig? Dig what I mean? That's the ticket let me set the scene now. Sun zips up, sun zips down. Zippy little clouds zipping over Zippy Town. Over Palm Pilots, pagers, beepers, faxes and such. Folks in Zippy Town are down with keeping in touch, man. Barreling in the SUVs, passing on the right. Zipping through the zippy day, zipping through the night. Zippity zip, to get the jobs and money. Zip, they have the kids. Zip, they in the coffin. Folks are zipping up the lids. <laughs> Speaking of lids, man, life gets really zippy when right? you put through it really. Major hey, Mississippi thinks it's picking up speed. Mexico City to Toronto, things is happening. We run away Pacific to Atlantic. I mean, it's getting frantic. Life becomes a super and you know you dash and fidget. You do less than ninety, folks is passing, flashing you they digit It seems to me the things was mild and lazy. Now they're wild and crazy. You'll concede Like it's pretty really zippy when you quit doing weed. Power mowers, leaf blowers, car alarms blasting so long. Janice Joplin hello, Marilyn Manson, folks zipping to get married on TV for fame and greed. Zipping down to the Bahamas, zipping back to pop and Mama boombox. Weed whackers, air hammers, trucks going backwards Everybody's under construction Steroids, liposuction, space stations, satellites Taking pictures day and night Upgrades power, walking your machine and mind-talking Gridlock, pre-approved, bring that cell phone to the loop Big Brother CNN, news to drive you around the bend Green ketchup, you're right here Warming up the atmosphere with grandma's homemade apple pie Which has been genetically modified by robot dogs on eBay Who copyright your DNA <laughs> Jet skis, man
3: Hey Jack, come on, get real. It's a straight life, it's a great life. Besides, you made the deal. See, you got enough left for one last token, man. I'm happy for you, man. I hope it's real good.
2: Smoke, man. Put it in the pipe, you light it up, and as it glows, you hear Judy Collins and singing. And who knows where the time goes? Rave on, Judy. Girl knows how to wail Don't sing alone, man. Too late, you exhale. Life is pretty zippy when you quit doing weed Man, in Mississippi thinks it's picking up speed. now. Greek or Nova Scotian man, everything's in motion, man. Earth and hell in heaven better. Get your motor Revin Life becomes a super how Though you do your best, you find that folks is passing by you with that old familiar gesture. I like to think they're waving goodbye to the lava lamp, the Nehru jacket, the love beads, strawberry rolling papers, bags of stem and sea. Once you're Jimmy Hendrix experience, now you're Kenny Jean. Life is pretty zippy when they quit could weed. Anybody ask you, who wrote this song, boy? Say it was Michael Peter Smith from Chicago, Illinois. Why in the world would the cat want to write a song about quitting boo? You give some guys a hit of acid, you never know what they're going to do. What if I want to learn the tune and how the progression goes? Sorry, man, can't help you there. Different chords for different shows, but if you get the recording, take a tip from me before you put it in the player. Lick the CD. <laughs> This song is called Zippy I think it's pretty trippy said Guy Kippy to Rodney Allen Rippy Glippy glop glippy Nippy nappy nippy Yippie eye, yippy. You can bet your bippy as little Richard Penniman said to DJ Alan Freed As Igor Stravinsky said en francais to André Jean. As Tonto said to the Lone Ranger's favorite nephew Dan Reed ah. Life plenty zippy well not do we I started playing the guitar, my notion of guitar playing at, at 15, being that it was approximately in 1957, was this. <laughs> and I would do this eight or ten hours a day, you know. No. No. No, no, no. And my dad would come to my bedroom door and he would give me this look that only my dad would give me, which I now see rather frequently in the mirror, but at the time it was. (laughs) And he'd go, Michael, pal, give it a drink. And I'd never heard, to this day, I've never heard anybody else say, give it a drink. But I knew what it meant, you know what I mean?
3: my father with me I hope that you don't mind I couldn't find it in me
2: to make him stay
3: behind tonight the snow has fallen trees are white and old their heavy branches a shot and a couple of beers When they take me with him and he would buy me a coke he Surely made my day Now I take my father with me summer days down at the shore my father with me